Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. You're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be fun. We're having a guest on. He's going to be on, uh, not in the studio, but he's going to be on the phone. <laughs> we hear him in the background. And who is, who's going to be our guest today? Oh, there we go. Ah, a little technical problem there. Steve Baker, our good friend who is uh, a frequent guest on the show, a local uh, sports agent. And you can hear Steve is, uh, I think he's getting one of his kids into the car right now. So that's a great thing about radio is that you can be anywhere and do anything and, you know, multitask. You can't do that with television no, or, or the no, newspapers. No, unless you put the... Uh, just saying, uh, I'm taking this one step for mankind. There you one go. One step for mankind. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess if you're tweeting or texting, that's another thing you can do. You know, you can do that while you're sitting in a... In a car, as long as you're not driving, you know. But, no, but uh, if you don't have the uh, camera in the uh, yeah. in the car while you're driving. But for- Steve is, is is multitasking as is his want, which you know he's a sports agent, so he knows how to do these things. You got it. Got to do it. I'm oh. actually I'm actually sitting here with my sister, staring at the Palace of Fine Art. Oh, that is and sweet. Remembering how great it looked, the woman in red movie. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. That's yeah. a that's a famous place in San Francisco for all you uh, people outside of California. And, and there uh, are many listening that are outside of California. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, by the way, at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. They have, where the first email with the correct answer is going to win a free vacation to the Lighthouse Resort and Marina. And today's trivia theme is baseball in the 2000 decade. Oh, okay. Okay, so you guys will probably get the yeah. answers to this one. Oh. I know Steve's mostly a football agent, but I know he knows enough about baseball, sure. too. All right, so stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ 101, and when we get back, we're going to have Steve Baker, famous sports agent. He's going to have some great stories for us, and also I'm sure he's going to have uh, some interesting uh, football news for us. Uh, the fans coming, or excoseme me, the uh, NFL, draft, NFL yeah. draft coming That's out. Right. Yeah, I was just reading about uh, yeah. the re- reminding uh, Sports Illustrated was reminding us about the 1971, all those guys. Remember oh, Plunkett, yeah. Pastorini, yeah. Archie Manning, all those guys. Stay with us. Sports Ecom 101 will be right back. This 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. In appreciation for your donation, support, and telling others, we're going to provide everyone who donates with a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. This commemorative collection will change every month, and you'll have access to it with your supporting donation of any amount. So go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and also tell your friends. You'll be helping preserve, grow, and digitize the Sports Byline Interview Library so that today's sports fans and those in the future will forever be able to enjoy this treasure. Thank you for your help and support. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's on the phone with us? We got Steve Baker, a sports agent, joining us on the phone. Good to have him aboard. And Steve, I guess uh, before we get into some specifics about the NFL and the NBA, I'd like to talk with you a little bit about how you got into the sports agent business. How does one become a sports agent? Because I knew you were a lawyer, but you don't just automatically go from being a lawyer to a sports agent. There's a lot of processes. You have to be certified. You have to have a lot of connections. How did you do this, and why did you decide to, to become a sports agent? Well, my, my original goal was I wanted to be a producer in Hollywood. Um, and what happened was when I was um, – or even went to law school. Uh, my father, who was probably one of the two or three best tax attorneys in New York City, he was actually a classmate of Anton Scalia's at, at Harvard. Really? Wow. In different politics. <laughs> um, That's right. Uh, I believe two of his classmates were Anton Scalia 
and and there was also an astronaut in the class. Wow. Actually, I'm sorry. There was an astronaut. He went to MIT before that. Okay. Astronaut class at MIT. Sounds like your dad was a brilliant guy. My my father was a brilliant man. Um, unfortunately, um, I don't know if the the brains are hereditary, but he was a brilliant man. <laughs> but, um, you inherited a, 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 some of that now. Come on. He was one of the top tax attorneys in the city, mm-hmm. and among his clients was a Schubert organization, which does all the Broadway shows, and Ed Sullivan. I mean, in fact, he wrote Ed Sullivan's will. Is that right? And from a very early age, I had a desire to get into the entertainment business. And when I was in law school, when everyone I knew went to work at law firms, I went and wrote game show questions in Hollywood. And from that, I sort of got the bug to work in Hollywood. And being and being in Hollywood, um, and and developing a series of friendships, something like forty fifth generation networking, while I was working my way up in the entertainment law world, I and I I'm sorry, actually there's a there's actually the beat you here is as a guy who does a reality show that, that I'm working on right now trying to reach. Is there? Um, that's interesting. You you mentioned you work on these on these quiz shows or game shows when you were younger, and now you're working on a reality show. That's. Uh... That's I, not, that's... I have an idea for a reality show that I'm helping someone with right now. Wow. What's, what's um, the idea? I can't say. Oh, uh, you, you know, it's funny. You and I have to I, talk because I have another I, I, idea I, of a reality I, I, show. I can tell you, but then I... That's right. <laughs> In fact, I've got, a, I've got an idea for a reality show that I've shared with some people. Really? And every time I share it, they say, that's awesome. Not just that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. I've even talked to producers about it. So, Steve, you and I are going to get together. And I'm going to tell you about my, my idea. See if, see if okay. it flies. See it. Run it up the flagpole and see if anybody salutes it. That's, yeah. but, but Now, Steve, you said you worked on some game shows when you were younger. Which ones? I'm curious. I worked on Family Feud, Price is Right, and Card Shark. Wow. I, I first, in fact, my first day on the job, I had to stand at the corner of Hollywood and Vine with a picture of Jack Parr, the former... Um, sure. Night yeah. show host. Mm-hmm. Right. Asking a hundred people for card sharks who recognized him, and I think eight did. Wow. So at one point he was most influential, one of the most influential men in television. But yeah. Needless to say, something like fiftieth generation networking. I met Lee Steinberg, who at the time was probably the most prominent sports attorney in the country. I joined up with him, and um, I saw that as a good opportunity. I worked with him for for almost five years, and then after five years, I decided to start my own practice. Mm-hmm. It's who was your first client, anyway? Who was your first client of any note? My first, my first client was a running back called Charlie Young from Stanford. Oh yeah. My first, my first significant client was Ken Harvey, who was a first rounder in 1988 out of Cal. Great player. For a period of time, yeah, was the highest paid outside linebacker in the NFL. He was one of those guys. You know, you, you remember him at Cal. They, he played on some lousy teams, but when he got to the NFL, uh, he played on some very good teams. It was an important part of some good teams. Actually, you know, he played for, he was a pro bowler with the Cardinals, who were terrible. No, that's true. The Cardinals he weren't on, very good. And then he was on but the was, Redskins. Yeah. And the Redskins actually got good after him. He was one of the best outside linebackers in the NFL for about five years. I, I got to think that that's got to perpetuate your career. You know, you start getting some guys, get you get them the super high-paid contracts, and then... I mean, that puts you on the map. Yeah, word, word gets out, and the other yeah. athletes... There's, are, no, yeah. there's no quite... A, yeah. It's a great brand builder when you're representing blue-chip players. Yeah. Right? Now, what's interesting is Ken's best friend on the team was a player named Terry Cruz, who played Chris Rock's father on Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, really? Yeah. And I did Terry's last contract in the league for him, which he signed, I think, with the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, for one week, and went to the playoffs. Hmm. Uh, he actually went to the playoffs more than Ken Harvey. <laughs> I did something like forty million dollars of the deal. Wow! So it, 
it's it's a it's it's not a fair world. What's Ken Harvey doing these days, by the way? He is um, a lobbyist for children's education issues in Washington D.C. Oh, that's nice huh. to hear that. That's a, you know. You and always... he's also um, he's also a published author. He wow. Writes he writes children's books. That is so cool. So it sounds like he's he's quite involved with kids and. That's that's neat. You hear so many stories about a guy, you know, starting his own business or whatever after he gets out of sports, and that's fine. But when you hear about athletes giving back to the community and being involved with something good with education, that's got to nice hook thing. him up with my wife. She's looking for something just like that. There you go. Right, there's right. big help. Now, now we got to deal with your wife. We got a real reality show. Yeah, one, I know, in one, one in one sitting. I like it. Maybe, so, we, maybe we can get Ava on the reality show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. So, Steve, how do how do you get certified? Because you said uh, uh, Bruce was mentioning about being certified. Uh, a sports agent. Well, you know, how, how do you get yeah, certified? How, how does that process uh, evolve? Well, the, the, um, each sports union has the has the exclusive right to represent their players, and they then license agents through their right to negotiate on their behalf. Hmm. And you know, so, for example, the National Football League Players Association, the NFLPA, has a fairly rigorous test that you have to pass. And and a series of procedures and rules that you must follow in order to represent players. How many agents are I, there actually out there, Steve? Are there that? There, many? I, I think I think there's more than a. I think there are more than a thousand agents. Whoa! I mean, there's there's over a thousand agents and only fifteen hundred clients. So, mm. and given you know, there's there's many. I would say probably twenty five percent of the people who consider themselves agents, if they could play football, they would be their one client. Mm-hmm. And uh, are they all attorneys? Uh, they're not all attorneys, but I'd say probably 75% are attorneys. Wow. What was your biggest challenge when you had to, to negotiate a contract? Can you remember one particular athlete and one particular team that would, you know, really was a challenge to get that deal done, and, and it, it took a lot of work, and you're really proud about uh, how it turned out? You know, probably, I'd say probably the deal that I'm proudest of is I did a deal for Jeff Garcia in the early part of this decade, where he had just come off of his first Pro Bowl, but the team had the exclusive rights to him because he'd only been in the league for three years. And it was finding a way to structure a contract that would make him fairly compensated, but it also, you know, avoid a holdout. You don't want a three-year quarterback holding out. And I negotiated it one-on-one with Bill Walsh, where we created a structure where... If Jeff, we, we were about $10 million apart on the final deal. Mm. And it was already a substantial deal, but I added an escalator into the deal where the deal increased by $10 million if Jeff were one of the three top-rated quarterbacks in the league. Wow. And, uh, and again, it was a very good contract anyway, but it was a way, But with this clause, it would make him, it actually made him the first quarterback ever to make $20 million in one season. Well, and, and do you and, do you get referrals from, uh, let's say, like Bill Walsh? If he says, you know what, I really liked working with this guy. I want to ref- can he refer people to you? Uh, I don't think NFL team GMs usually refer people, but I yeah. no, I mean, I I had a very close relationship with Coach Walsh, and I think that led to representing quite a few other quarterbacks. But you know, the end story with the Garcia thing is he went into the final game of the season ranked as the fourth rated quarterback in the league, mm. and. In the last game of the season, he had an amazing game, and he passed Brett Favre by like one tenth of a point. <laughs> wow! I'm sure that I'm sure that helped you too. So he made that he made that clause. I, I, I will remember as long as I as I live. Oh yeah, bad. 
I hope you took him out for dinner. Okay, so uh, hold on, stay with us. We're going <laughs> to he should have taken you out to yeah, dinner. Absolutely, yeah, we're going to yeah. take we're going to uh, take a first commercial break here, and we're talking about baseball in the 2000 decade. Pitcher, pit, pitcher, pitcher Eric Gagne, remember the sure, Dodgers? Sure. He set a major league record when he threw 55. Okay. Hold on, Steve. When he threw 55 consecutive saves in 2003, whose record did he break? Ah, good question. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Make sure you email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, don't touch that dial. We're having more stories with Steve Baker, sports agent. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. We cut to the first commercial break. We asked this trivia question. Pitcher Eric Gagne of the Dodgers set a new major league record. It's actually, Gagne is how Ga- Gagne. Oh, you're right. I'm yeah, thinking of. He's uh, Canadian. Yeah, who am I you're, thinking of? You're thinking of, of Greg Gagne. Greg, uh, Greg Gagne. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're Greg, right. Eric Greg Gagne. Gagne. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so he set a new major league record new uh, when he threw 55 consecutive saves in 2003. Whose record did he break? I think it was Bobby Thigpen. Oh, that would have been a good guess from the if Cleveland you'd like Indians. To take a call, Oops. please hang up and try again. <laughs> well, we will hang up, and we're going to try uh, Steve again. <laughs> I guess we lost Steve there. Uh, okay. No, it, it wasn't Bobby Thigpen, huh? No. Who was it? It was Tom Gordon. Oh, Flash of, Gordon of, of Kansas the, City. Uh, no, of the Red Sox. Of the Red Sox. He was of the Red Kansas Sox. City. All right. We'll try to so, get Steve back. So, uh, what do you think? We try to get Steve back? Well, let's yeah. try to get Steve back, okay? Yeah. This is the great thing about live radio. Which actually isn't live radio, but we're... We're doing close, this close enough to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the, uh, the voice now with Steve Baker. W- well, Isn't Steve, that? you're not there, so we're going to have to try you back. At the tone, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he's out of cell range or something. Or maybe, maybe well, he got in an San important. And... Well, maybe he got an important call from Hollywood. You know, I was going oh, to ask him about his. I was going to ask him about his Hollywood connections because it's interesting. I think I've told you this story before. My granddad was yeah. was a very prominent uh, Hollywood producer back in the in the golden age from the 1930s through the early or late 40s. And he produced uh, movies with uh, Henry Fonda, Young Mr. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a film with uh, Alfred Hitchcock called Lifeboat. Yeah. Uh, did a thing with uh, Kate Hepburn, as he liked to call her, Kate. Kate. <laughs> uh, Little Women. Yeah. So he was uh, an interesting, interesting. Uh, so if we guy. look, if we watch those movies, we're going to see him in the credits. And you'll everything? see. Pr- you'll see a producer, Kenneth McGowan, very prominently uh, uh, listed there. He, he loved the movies, and he he, he produced. 50 films for 20th Century Fox and RKO Pictures. Oh. Yeah, very prominent. And my dad grew up in that milieu of, you know, glamour, which was really something in those days because you remember the the country was going through, first of all, the Depression yeah. and then the war, and Hollywood provided a wonderful service and uh, diversion, which I think really we needed at, at that time really badly because of all the trauma and, and terrible times we were going through as a country. Mm. So it was interesting. But my grandfather was a fascinating guy. I wish I'd gotten to know him better. How, how? When did he die? 1963. I was only 11 years old, but okay. I didn't really know much about his career until after, well after he passed. And he wrote a number of books about the theater. Uh, he was also an amateur archaeologist, huh. and uh, he was involved. You ever heard of the Kinsey Report? Uh, the yeah. Se- yeah, he was fascinated with that, and he was a friend with Kinsey and did some, uh, and there's... What is going on with the telephones? I, I don't know. Do you think Not, that's Steve? If that's Steve, tell him we'll call him right back. That is Steve. That is. Okay. We right. get, get on the phone and tell All him right. we're going to call him right back. Tell him to hang up. All right, okay, Steve, call, we'll call and uh, right let's back. see here. <laughs> we were talking about baseball in the 2000s. And yeah. We're going to have another trivia so question a little Flash later Gordon, on. Then. Yeah, Flash Gordon. That's pretty good. Okay, we're going to try Steve one more time here. Flash Gordon was a pretty good pitcher. Yeah. Pretty good pitcher for a while. I, I remember he started with Kansas City. But, uh, yeah, this was 1998, 99 yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with the Red Sox. Yeah. He was, Eric Gagne. All right, yeah, Gagne. Gagne. Gagne, yeah. He was a big – and he had the big uh, – Goggles. He wore these big goggles. Oh, yeah. There we go. Are you there? We got it. We got uh, okay. Steve back. Okay, we, we got you back. I got the feeling Steve had a, a, an important call coming in. I, I just. Yeah, I, did I Hollywood got, call? It was, it was it, to be cards on the table. It was you guys telling me you heard the wind. So oh. I went in my car and 
started driving my sister back to her apartment and uh, lost the signal. Went through the streets of San Francisco, calm, oh, yeah. all the like. Yeah, lost. yeah, it, it, that happens. It happens. Go through that tunnel. Anyway, all right. So, Steve, um, you know. Uh, the NFL draft. Okay, I know we're we're still in baseball season, obviously, which is the beginning part. But you're already planning. Deal, you're, you're, you're you're already planning for the NFL draft. I'm sure, aren't you? Yes. Okay. What do you? What, what's, what, what's been going on with the NFL draft in the last week? Number one and two picks to me is the ultimate reality show. Um, what you're seeing is in 2011 there was a new CBA where they capped what rookie salaries can be made. And the effect of that was it made the first few picks in the draft worth far more than they ever been before. Because you now get the first quarterback taken in the draft um, will get a contract for about a little bit under $6 million a year for five years. Wow. $6 million a year is less than what a good backup makes in the NFL. Mm. So you now get a quarterback for five years for one-fifth of what he's worth in the present market, if he ends up becoming a player. Hmm. So, you know, Sam Bradford, when he came out, who's being going to be replaced by the second pick in the draft, Sam Bradford, when he came out, got paid like a top-notch quarterback because he was paid under the old system. But under the new system, it doesn't work that way. But how does, that doesn't help your paycheck, does it? Well, it, 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 it hurts an agent's paycheck on the first deal in that the first deal is so much smaller. It helps an agent's paycheck on the second deal in that the deals for franchise quarterbacks are so much bigger. I mean, okay. you know, in one sense, um, in, in one sense, Jared Goff will make one-fifth of what he's worth if he becomes a franchise quarterback. On the other side, Brock Osweiler makes more money than any quarterback could have dreamed of making back when the system was first created. You know, one thing that bothers me here, though, that it, let's say a guy comes out of college highly touted and deserves, you know, nobody deserves to make a huge sum compared to, say, some of the veteran players. But let's say the guy's really under underpaid, and then he has some kind of an injury, and then all of a sudden all his his value, his worth is gone. And it's it's kind of unfortunate for the athlete. That's why, that's why you buy insurance. Now, the, 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 I get the feeling the pro players okay this. They had to okay this, right, Steve? The NFL Players Association okayed it? What happened was uh, the players got very badly beaten in the last collective bargaining negotiation mm. because the circuit court that heard the antitrust case that the NFLPA brought against the NFL found that the NFL in their lockout wasn't violating the antitrust. Interesting. Once the players once the players lost the leverage of the antitrust laws to battle with the owners, um, they were they were frankly forced to sign a deal that that was frankly not very equitable for the players. No, it doesn't sound like it. It's bad enough that guys are facing, you know, uh, brain problems when they get hit, but to, to get screwed over by a league that's making Man, listen, tons I, of money. I understand yeah. that the average person on the street doesn't have any sympathy if an NFL player that's worth twenty only gets five. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you know, it's 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 still a nice paycheck. But well, um, well and how many of these guys are actually that? I mean, there how many guys in the, in America can play football at that level? I mean, we we always put, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong believer. I'm a strong believer that um, an NFL player is worth every dime that they get paid. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you consider the sacrifice, the amount of work they they put in. I mean, I've covered a lot of NFL over the years, and, and I can tell you, having flown with the team and hung out, hung out with the team and watched them practice, these guys put in a, a – it's not just a hard day's work, but it's very competitive. A lot of them, there's no guarantees and uh, – lots, lots of ice. I would, say, I would say every professional athlete – 
but particularly every NFL player is worth every dime they're paid. I couldn't agree more. And I mean, with the okay. with with, with the, t- the ticket prices they're charging, the amount of money they're getting from the network hey, televisions, I, all the endorsements, they deserve to get the money. Why not? They're the hey, star attraction. I certainly have the perspective that the average person on the street is not offended that a player doesn't make X millions more. Right. With that said, hmm. professional athletes are the upper 1% of the upper 1% of the upper 1%. And in football, you're very likely... You know, taking years off your life because of the abuse your body's taking. It's not happening in the NBA and in Major League Baseball. And those guys are getting paid a lot more money. Now, granted, I'm not knocking them because their skills are special too. Well, but, you have a lot more players yeah, in uh, football. You do have they're, a lot more they're, players. They're, they're, they're still special, but you know, again, I mean, um, yeah. you know, the top end you know, again, professional athletes make a lot of money, but they make far less money than they're worth. I mean. LeBron James and, Steph- and, and Stephen Curry, for whatever they make, and obviously Stephen Curry's not going to get into his next contract, but whatever they make, it pales in comparison to what their real value is to their team. Yeah, no, no question about huh. it. Do you, are there any owners that you get along with really well versus ones you don't? Um, you know, probably the owner I know best is uh, Jed York with the, with the 49ers, and I think very highly of him. Um, that's probably because I see him the most. That's probably the owner that I know the best. Um, but as a gen- you know, I mean, as a general as a general rule, I have a lot of respect for the typical NFL owner. I mean, they're entrepreneurs that accomplished a lot to get to where they are. Hey, you mentioned Jed York. You know, here in the Bay Area, his uh, stock among the fans and the media is at an all time low. Do you think it's been kind of unfair that he's been singled out as the problem or the reason the Forty Nine ers? Oh, without are- question. Yeah, because I feel the same way. I mean, it's 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 always more than one guy. Well, it's the players too. Uh, yeah. He's not he's on the field playing. <laughs> That's right. I I know I. No, I, I uh, I think they probably made the wrong choice with the coach last year, um, but uh, you know, a lot of a lot of success in professional sports is having the good fortune to be really terrible in the year that a transitional player is available. Mm. So for example, you know, while I have a lot of respect for the Colts and their GMs, they also had good success of being really awful in the year that Andrew Luck was available and being in the year that Aiden Manning was available. bad thing about that Andrew Luck situation, though, Steve, is that they now they have a terrible offensive line around him. He's gotten the heck beat out, beaten out of him, but, and who knows how many years have been taken out yeah, of his career. I agree. But, you know, but again, I mean, yeah. the, the, key to, the, key, the key to um, winning with Andrew Luck is being able to pick Andrew Luck when he's available. Yeah, good you point. Look at, you look at a lot of the great teams in professional sports, they had the good fortune of being really bad in the year that a that a LeBron James is available, that a Andrew Luck is available. Now, the, the GM and ownership situations that I respect the most, the GM and ownership situations I respect the most are ones where I'm sorry, my my sister is asking me a note. Uh, are ones where teams think outside of the box and have great success. Okay. Um, hey, an example of that would be the L.A. Lakers having all their success in drafting Kobe Bryant in the teens and then acquiring Shaquille O'Neal as a free agent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Good point. There is no greater job of franchise management that I've seen in my entire life than what the Golden State Warriors are done. Oh, they're amazing. Hey, um, Steve, stay, 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 stay with us. We, we, uh, station's letting me know. We have to cut. Let's analyze that. I... I hold on, hold on, Steve. Steve, stay, stay with us a second. Hold on, uh, quick. We have to quick go to a quick break. 
Uh, in 2006, and for the first time in baseball history, this player had a 40-40-40 season by hitting 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases, and 40 doubles. Who was uh, the year 2006? Who was this National League player? Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com, your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. You don't buy a new truck without adding a few things to make it work better, like a winch or a bed liner or lockable toolbox. So why not do the same for your Red Wing work boots? At a Red Wing shoe store you'll find everything you need to stay comfortable on the job. From moisture-wicking socks to removable footbeds and boot care products. So come talk with our fit experts today for handcrafted footwear and accessories to boot. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this, so call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at PacificMoneyFund.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our second trivia question. In the year 2006, and for the first time in baseball history, this baseball player had a 40-40-40 season by hitting 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases, and 40 doubles. Who was this National League player? Um, I'm drawing a blank. 
Because remember, in the old, remember how Conseco had the 40 yeah, 40, but sure. this is the 40 yeah. 40 40. Steve, Steve, you got going to venture a guess on that one? What, 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 I heard the 40 40 40. I didn't hear what you said about the other thing about the year. It's uh, 2006, and it's the first time in history, National League player. Hmm. I just, I'm not drawing that. I, I, I can't think. Okay. Alfonso Soriano. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. There okay. you go. So, Steve, you want to finish off your uh, uh, story about with uh, the, uh, the Warriors? No, I just, I mean, I just believe that when you analyze, you analyze structure of teams and ownership and GM and, and quality and making a, a team great, I don't think there's a better story than I've ever seen than the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they've made probably eight different decisions at the time were not obvious that, um, that were all brilliant. Um, trading for Bogut, getting rid of Mario Eli, um, getting, you know, hiring Steve Kerr, not trading Clay Thompson. Yeah. Or um, not trading Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. Yeah. Getting, um, getting Iguodala and DeAndre Barbosa. Having Iguodala. But for yeah. all those brilliant things, and I think all those things were brilliant moves that have led to why they're so successful, let's face it, the, singular, the singularly biggest reason why they're so successful is they had the good fortune of drafting Seth Curry. Yeah. That was the previous ownership group, but this ownership group had the intelligence of structuring a team that's correctly take care of Curry. You know, what's um, interesting, too, about the, the Warriors, Steve, is that uh, Bob Myers was never in the front office of any pro basketball team. I believe he was a sports agent, wasn't he? He was a sports agent. Yeah. He was, he, was, um, he was a sports agent down in L.A. And he's the general manager now and one of the best in the game. And I mean, you talk about a guy who was a, a quick study. I mean, that's a great story in itself. He's done a brilliant job. Wow. Do you know him at all? I'm sorry? Do you know him at all? Have your paths crossed over oh, the years? I, I, I don't. Actually, I was excited because I remember one time before you were going to have me on at the time that he was going to be on. I was all excited. And yeah, he, he joined us uh, yeah. um, a couple of times. Just have, once. Just I have once. tremendous respect for him. Yeah. He's not that old either. He's I've, not... also, I've, I've also enjoyed different ways of saying in the last week that I can't tell you anything more about Steph Curry's ankle. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I was reading the paper today. Half the paper literally was about – is Steph Curry going to play tonight? Will he play in two weeks? Uh, how's his ankle? I mean, it's just, man, you talk about a guy who's under the microscope. Yeah. That's a great story, though. Hey, Steve, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Always, uh, always a pleasure. Me. It's always a pleasure. All right. Yeah, we'll talk Thank again you, Steve. soon. Okay. Steve Baker, outstanding sports agent who we mentioned some of the um, – he was talking about some of the clients he had over the years, and, and Jeff Garcia is the one that mo- comes most prominently to mind, and that's a great yeah. story, too, because Edward Jeff Garcia was a guy that was – unheralded out of San Jose State and mm-hmm. had a nice little career for about three or four years there with the 49ers. Yeah, he was uh, – who, who was the – I'm trying to remember. Who who uh, took over for him at the time? Or who who, who, who know, was the coach? Yeah, was no, Steve no, Mariucci. No, 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 not the coach. Uh, oh. Who was the quarterback? Because he kind of – he sort of – Oh, they had a bunch of guys. Well, yeah. you know, it, it first uh, Steve Young got hurt in 99. That's and, what it was, yeah. And they just didn't have – I think Garcia – I don't know if he moved in right away, but it was pretty soon after that. They had a couple of bad years, and then they came back and had two nice years, and then for about 12 years they didn't do anything until they brought Jim Harbaugh in. And then so. who, who replaced Garcia? That's Cause, a good cause question. It wasn't Colin Kaepernick. No, he came a little bit no, after. Oh no, Colin Kaepernick was much later. Much later. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm drawing a blank. Alex Smith came along, I believe. Oh yeah. Uh, in 2004, but I think there was somebody in between who didn't last very long. Not Steve know? Bono. No, no, no. Steve, Steve Bono was back when the days of uh, of Steve Young, back in the early yeah, '90s, in yeah, early and mid '90s, yeah, Montana and all that. All right, let's talk about baseball. What's yeah. going on now? Uh, our Giants are not doing so well. No, right but now. boy, the two Chicago teams. How about that? How about the White Sox? Now yeah. the Cubs. The Cubs we knew were legit, but.
But the White Sox have got it going. And their pitcher, uh, their ace, their left-hander, their tall guy, uh, Chris Sale, is just off to a terrific start. That's a, You know, this is the one thing I love about sports. I mean, it's a long season, and it's too early to draw conclusions on what we've seen. But the White Sox were a team that were not supposed to be yeah. any kind of contender, and they've been a surprise. Um, the team that I really like uh, in the National League, though, is the Washington Nationals. Yeah, Dusty, oh, yeah. Dusty Baker's done a great job there. Yeah. And you have to say the Mets and the Cubs. The Giants are going to be laying in the weeds. Right now they're in a hitting slump as we speak. That could change quickly. They're bound to come out of the funk. But it's still early. I mean, yeah. The well, they got off to – the good news for the Giants, they got off to a great start. Yeah. Won six of the first eight. They lost eight out of nine. So you can afford to, to go into a slump when you're – you know, playing really well, and it's early in the season. You There's don't... about ten percent of the season's over, maybe. Yeah, but you know, yeah. the thing you don't, the thing you worry about more is injuries. Yeah. You know, we were talking yeah. earlier about Steph Curry. You, if the Warriors lose Steph Curry for an appreciable period of time, they're in trouble. Now yeah. they can yeah. they can beat Houston. They could probably beat some of the other teams in the West. But get to San Antonio. And can they? Yeah, can they beat San Antonio? Can they beat Cleveland without him? I don't think yeah, so. That'd be tough. I mean, they're they're a good team. They barely beat. Uh, Houston the other night without him. So, yeah. you know. You know, I was reading, just going back to baseball for a minute, I was reading that uh, this year is the is the 100th anniversary of Wrigley Field. Is that right? 1916. But they weren't the, the they, Cubs weren't the original team in there. There was a team called the Chicago Whales of the old Federal League. In 1916, they yeah. still had the Federal League? They still had the Federal League, oh. and uh, it was only around for four or five years. It, it tried to compete with the major leagues. and it, it, This is back in the day when the major leagues just was not – not you know, it wasn't organized. Not, well, no, it was organized, <laughs> I mean, but it was a big time concern. But it wasn't like it is today. Yeah. But the federal league was, uh, you know, they they tried to. They did like a lot of these fledgling leagues do. They tried to spend a lot of money and bring a lot of, you know, noise to the to the table, and it just didn't work. Well, like out. the USFL got Steve Young. Yeah, you know, USFL or the, the w- players, WHA. Yeah. The only league that yeah. really I think that really succeeded as a, as a fledgling league was the AFL. They forced a merger with the NFL, yeah. and it turned out to be the best thing yep. for the NFL. I think exactly. the merger made that league that much stronger, and it's been the preeminent league ever since. That's, that's true. So I was thinking, though, that uh, the Cubs have never won a World Series that's in right. their own ballpark. ballpark. They, won t- they won it in 1908, and they yeah. were playing in 07 and 08. 07 and 08, yeah. No, no, I mean both. Uh, both, both years, yeah. yeah. And I think they were playing in some place like Wiegman Fields or something. Yeah. And, they, and they had guys like uh, three-finger Mordecai Brown. Yep. Was there, and and Tinker's Tevers to chance. Yeah, Tinker's Tevers to chance. These are the saddest of possible worlds. Yeah. Tinker's <laughs> trio of Bearcats, fleeter than – no, fleeter – Fleeter than Cubs or something. Yeah. Tinkers to ever to chance. You know, when you think about Mordecai Brown and you think, man, they, 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 all they could do is just afford a pitcher that didn't even have all his fingers. But the thing is, he <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Think about that. If he'd had a normal hand, he lost his uh, part of one finger and part of another accident, in a threshing accident threshing, as a yeah. kid. Yeah. And if he'd had a normal hand, he probably wouldn't have been a great pitcher because yeah. that, that strange uh, alignment of fingers on the ball created a certain spin that gave him a unique style and, you know, obviously the the great Hall of Fame career that followed. Now, now he did – I think it was Burley Grimes was the last one to be able to the legally spitball. throw a spitball. Yeah. And he pitched into the 1930s. Interesting yeah, okay. story about um, about three-finger, though. Uh, the Giants and the Cubs – a lot of people don't know this because this is going right back to 1908. Giants and the Cubs were playing a game during the regular season in, in New York. Giants won the game in the ninth inning, but the winning run – scored, but the runner behind him did not go to second base. That's the old Fred and Merkel. The Merkel's boner. Merkel was a rookie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Johnny Evers, who was very heads up, called for the ball. They tagged second base. They called him out. They couldn't clear the field to finish the game. And the, the two teams ended up in a tie for the pennant, so they had to play a one-game playoff, which the Cubs won. And from that point on, Merkel was blamed you know, Merkel's boner. And he was only yeah. a 19-year-old kid, and he had to live with that for the rest of his life. You know, when he died, it wasn't like Fred Merkel had a nice 14-year career in the major <laughs> leagues. Merkel's boner cost the Giants the pennant. 
And what a you know that 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 uh, sobriquet, the boner. You know, yeah, exactly. Come on. But it, it's kind of I don't know. It's sort of like a guy who hits a home run over the you know uh, over the front fence and then doesn't and then, then misses second one. base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. like really does yeah. this guy really have to run around the bases? Well, or is yeah, it really for do, the fans? You do. You do. You have to do that, and it's still. Uh, to this day, if you don't go to second base when a guy gets a game-winning hit, if you're on first and the win- winning run scores and the ball comes in and, and it beats you to second base, you're out and the run yeah. doesn't score. Kind of reminds me. Yeah. some reason, I was thinking about how in football, I remember watching this one time, there was, there was a kick- kickoff, and a lot of times you know, guys get down the ball. Well, this ball, was, it just landed in the end zone, and both of the guys who were back for the ball, basically, yeah, whatever, and they walked away. Well, the... Offensive team was uh, there. Someone the ball, was yeah. rather very smart. Yeah. He yeah. realized it's, it's a free ball. That's Touchdown. right. Yeah, that's exactly. I know. What Can you believe that? She, and the, was this in the pros? It was. Can you imagine the, the tongue lashing those guys must have yeah, got? Guys, um, remember the rules. Would have been ba- would have been bad enough in high school and college in the pros. That's inexcusable. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny again. Back to this thing about uh, Merkel not not hitting second base. But then you do have rules like you know in the vicinity to to protect the player. Oh, you're you know, talking but, about the, uh, the the Chase Utley rule when Chase Utley went yeah. out of the baseline to knock that guy down at second base and broke his knee or broke his ankle or something, and. Now they have this rule that says that the the infielder is not allowed to jump out of the way anymore and, and do the phantom tag of second base, which in a way makes sense. I mean, you should have to tag second base if it's a double play with your toe. But the problem is, you know, if you're in the line of sight of that running guy coming in, you know, he can do whatever he wants to take you out. Yeah, but aren't there, there, what are the new rules about sliding into second base? Too? Well, you have to you slide think- into – if you slide out of your way to, to get a guy who's already made the play, then you can get kicked out of the game and fine. That's now that's a different story because that's a clear intent on hurting somebody. Yeah. So even if you can touch the base, that's not the issue. No. It's you have to go right at the bag. Exactly. Ah, they're yeah. taking all the fun out of baseball. I know. Yeah. yeah it's like you know, come on, <laughs> let these guys hit each other. Come on, give us fans a that's little. That's right. It's to... just like football, you know. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll beat each other to a pulp. That's why we pay the big bucks to see these guys bash each other's brains in. Yeah. Um, back to basketball. Yeah, this is uh, a pretty exciting uh, year. You know, not just for the Warriors, but you know, LeBron's trying to get his Cleveland uh, team back I'm in there. You, I, I'm not going to discount the fact that LeBron and the, and the Cavs could go all the way this year because I mean, Kyrie Irving is healthy, isn't he? Yeah, he's healthy, and they've got Kevin Love healthy. And this, the Warriors didn't <laughs> face those guys last year. Now, granted, the Warriors I think are a better team this year, but there's now a lot of concern about Steph Curry. Even if Steph Curry is cleared to play. How effective will he be with, with an ankle that, uh, you know, is always going to be – Is it his ankle or is his foot? Well, it's both. It is it's, both. It's both. Okay. But it, apparently it's not – it doesn't sound to be extremely serious. But it's serious enough. He's going to be playing basketball for another month and a half under extreme pressure. And you know teams are going to try to exploit him physically. This isn't – I'd be surprised if he plays every game from here on in. I have a feeling he may – you know, they may rest him from time a lot more than they'd like to. Well, I think they were very impressed with how they performed in Game 2 against well, they, Houston. They were very lucky to have Sean Livingston available. This guy, you don't hear much about Sean Livingston. Eight teams in six – or six teams in eight years, and he had a horrific injury that almost ended his career. Uh, his knee was completely blown out. The ACL and the uh, other ligaments were torn, and the knee cap was ruined, and they thought he may, may have even had to have had that leg amputated. Well, he's come back, and he's turned into an absolutely terrific uh, backup point guard and you watch him he's kind of fun because he's sort of tall and skinny and he he runs the floor well and he's a good what i like about sean livingston is he can shoot that mid-range jump shot and a lot of guys don't know how to do that anymore i know it's amazing he he, he's not michael jordan but he reminds me of the of his airness where he does a jump shot and it's like it takes 
15 seconds for him to land. You know? yeah. now, <laughs> think about one like thing I, I like about Sean Livingston, though. I don't know what his per- shooting percentage is, but he always, when he's in that mid-range, you know, 12 to 15, 8 to 12 to 15 feet, he always sight you get you get him you watch him you watch his body language yeah. and you always get the feeling he's going to hit that shot. Yeah, he and just he, looks like he's really confident. And he definitely exploits when he's on a, a, a he's got a point guard who's yeah you know, two a, a foot shorter than he. How tall is he? What six it's nine? About six eight, six, six eight or six, six nine. But he you know he he's also extremely well spoken, extremely yeah. likable, and one of the more they say he's what got one of the highest basketball IQs around. So he's probably going to be a coach someday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not a kid. He's like in his thirties now. So it's nice to see this though, because here's a guy that you don't hear a lot about. You hear about Curry and mm-hmm. and Draymond Green and, and Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. but you don't hear too much about guys like Maurice Spates no. or. Well, you'll hear a little bit of Andre Iguodala because he's, he's been a big name. But, you know, you don't hear a lot about Sean Livingston. But Sean Livingston's an important part of that Warrior team. And yeah. as we get further down the road, Edward, into the postseason, uh, I think fans nationally are going to hear a lot more about him. Same with Barbosa. Yeah, Leonardo, Leandro Barbosa from Brazil. Brazil. Yes. Okay, here's our third and final trivia question. In 2008, Tim Lincecum of the Giants won his first of two Cy Young Awards with his 18-5 and season. Who was the runner-up for the award after going 22-7? and seven? All Good right. question. Good question. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to come back with some closing comments. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here is our final trivia question. In 2008, Tim Lincecum of the Giants won his first of two Cy Young Awards with his 18-5 season. Who was the runner-up for the award after going twenty-two and seven? Which I'm wondering why a guy going twenty-two and seven would be the yeah, runner-up. Probably, up. probably Lunsicum had a better ERA or more strikeouts per walk. Oh, that's true. That's true. It's not, it's not just yeah. a win-loss. I'm going to get. I, I can, right off the top of my head, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a pitcher on the Phillies who was really good for a while. Uh, I I'm trying to remember if he yeah, not, this, not Cliff well, Lee. No, because say 2008. That's when the Phillies went to the yeah. World they Series. won the World Series that year, and I'm trying to remember who their ace was. You know, was I'm trying year. to remember if he if this guy played for the Phillies or the Diamondbacks. I'll go ahead and name him Brandon Webb. Brandon Webb. He played with the Diamondbacks. I was but, Diamondbacks. but you okay. know what happened to him? His shoulder got wrecked. I think it was his shoulder, his elbow, and he never was the same. Yeah, that always happens. Yeah, well, look at Lincecum. Lincecum's had the uh, hip problem, and he's still waiting for a job. And I guess he's there's my phone again. <laughs> Boy, I got to turn that thing off. So what is, is, going on is Lincecum just going to be like not even in the bullpen, just sitting there? Uh, waiting for you him? know, right now, as I as from what I understand, he is working out in Arizona, and uh, the Giants are giving other teams permission to look at him. Um, well, I guess they have to because he's no longer yeah. he's no longer even under contract with the Giants. Yeah. But the Giants are offering him the opportunity to be a middle reliever, but he wants to be a starter. I think no, there are enough he, teams you out there. You know what? He should be a middle reliever. But he the, here's didn't. the thing. Yeah. There are enough teams out there that need help, and there's yeah. a lot of sh- uh, pitching shortages. Might as well pick him up. I mean, they I, could do it. The way the Giants are going right now, they'd be odd. Yeah, like, they, they should pick they him could, up. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Jake Peavy and Matt Cain no, are not going to last no, the season. No, Those two no. guys are over the Terrible. hill. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Thoughts for the day. Pitching is just a giant game of chess. Predicting your opponent's next move to stay one step ahead. I like it. Who said that? You know, what's funny. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I don't have the name on there. Okay. I think it was anonymous. Jeez, and, it sounds like the Vikings are trying to get in touch with me now. Yeah. What is and, going and, on here? And Mickey Mantle said, if I had known I was going to live this long, I'd taken better care of myself. Ah, well, he, he only lived about 63 years. Yep. You know, He yeah, drank he, himself he, to death, that's basically. What he did. Yeah. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, giving away more free, more free vacations I like for that. answering trivia questions. The free vacations. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll, we'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.